0: Welcome to Tony Stake Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode three hundred and fifty-five. I'm Sean, and joined with me we have Offroadin. Hello, and Tony Cat. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Share with a friend, and check out our entertainment podcast right after this. Uh, we've got a quick one today. Uh, let's start with the
2: NBA. Uh, yeah quick a uh, few stories here in the nba uh we'll have more to to cover with the christmas day games uh, after our our little break here i mean we won't be we won't be having a new regular episode till the new year but uh draymond green's been sus- suspended indefinitely after um his latest uh, attack on an eastern european center um he's going to be required to take some anger management classes and yeah it's indefinite uh some experts think it's going to be like three weeks he'll be suspended so not not that long uh compared to some people some gun enthusiasts get longer suspensions than that um but yeah we won't be seeing draymond on a christmas day game if they're playing which i believe they are i mean he's got some issues he's almost 40 years old he needs to settle down
0: yeah yeah no that it was really really bad they uh I was saying too, it was like, I remember I was, uh, I was actually with Andy. I forget. Uh, was that a, uh, that was Tuesday.
2: It was after our podcast. yeah. Okay. The day it, it was, was that Monday? Or that Tuesday was a
0: Monday. The then yeah. we did it. Yeah. And I remember I showed it to Andy and I even said, I'm like, Andy, you're going to hate this one. He even like yelled. He's like, Oh my God. He's like, what is, you can't be doing that. And it's, it's one of those things where he really is just continually trying to just He's just, a, not only the way he's hurting these people, he does it in a dangerous way also. Like, he goes after, like, you know, like, they showed the thing of when he, he was kicking people in the nuts. He's, you know, that was a, a really wicked swing he had at Nurkic, and then it's like he puts Rudy Gobert in a headlock, and then he goes and he stomps on Sabonis's chest when he's on the ground. It's like, the stuff he's doing is like, you know, it's not like he's just, like, hitting the body-blowing these guys. Like, he's taking legit shots at, like, their head and their body and, like, places that are sensitive, so... I think one of these days I really uh, hope that somebody just doesn't tolerate anymore and uh, someone retaliates and throws something back at him because he deserves it.
1: You know, I think I told this to Andy. I saw, I don't know if it was on Twitter or what, but it, it summed up exactly what I've been trying to say. He and Ja Morant, they both need Coach Carter.
0: So, you know, what's funny is I did see that meme on Instagram where it said the only person that can save Draymond and it was uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Coach Carter. It was like the like the movie poster yeah. of him with his foot on the basketball.
1: Yeah, that I saw the same thing. Yeah. That uh, was exactly what I've been trying to no, say. You, uh, but you're you're not the only apparently people
0: agree with you. <laughs> it's
1: yeah. So let's let's get him and Sam in a room together and we'll just put on that you know, 90s three piece uh, three button suit and talk some sense into him maybe he needs a spanking I I don't know he needs to have a father figure kick his butt or something
2: well yeah I guess maybe the time for mentoring Jaws is over because uh, he's back well he's back yeah but Draymond yeah. Still. Um, I did see he does have like a babysitter with him uh, when they're going on the road um, but yeah he's back he came back last night uh, and hit a game winner for the uh, Grizzlies the buzzer beater yeah uh, yeah
1: yeah, and I saw it was at 9.01 p.m., which is the same area code for Memphis. Okay. Okay. That's <laughs> pretty <man>. magical. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Wow. Weird connection. Um, but yeah, he's he's yeah. still a very good player. It might help him this year. Having all those games off will be fresh or fresher than the competition. Yeah. But uh, it seems like they're just too far out at this point. Now they, they're 7-19, I think. So uh, that's going to be you know rough to get all the way back in there. But uh, yeah, nice nice for him to be back as a basketball <laughs> fan. Uh, maybe not great if you aren't uh, a gun. If you hate guns, I don't know. But yeah, uh, he is back playing basketball.
0: Yeah,
1: I just worry that he's going to be doing his. I'm going to jump six or seven feet in the air and I'm going to land on my wrist. That's what I'm going to do. I hope he doesn't do any more of that.
2: That was horrifying. Well, that's to watch part actually. of his game, but yeah, you don't want to miss any more games, especially you know they're not very good without yeah. him. So gosh. Um, well, I got one more, one more basketball story. To watch.
0: Yeah, let me, let me hear about this, Andy, because this is, uh, surprising to me. I didn't see this. So,
2: well, it's not, there's no deal yet. Yeah, this is, uh, looking like it's going to be rumored deal. Zach Levine is, is the the Lakers are the favorite to land Zach Levine. So he's, uh, you know, on the way out with the Bulls. Um, and the Lakers, what they have to trade, uh, DeAndre Russell because they gave him like a decent amount of money. And everyone, everyone knew when they signed that deal, like, well, that's the guy they would trade if LeBron wants to make an upgrade. Um, Levine would like to play for the Lakers. He played in LA for UCLA. Um, and I think that's an upgrade over D'Angelo Russell. Um, I don't, I I don't, I don't know. I don't, nothing's happened yet. So it just, it just, that's the rumor. It doesn't sound like there's a big market for Zach Levine. And so that would be one of those things. Which is,
0: is that just because he's too injury prone now or?
2: I mean, yeah. There's a lot of there's flaws to his game. He makes a lot of money. Just he's not a not an attractive trade candidate. Well, you do
0: remember when you've seen Zach Levine at his best, yeah, right? Andy? Yeah, of course. He's when, an Incredible uh, <laughs> NBA
2: 2K17 player or something.
0: Against uh, I think that was against Wrecking Ball Joe, right? <laughs> yeah. When I just absolutely did I absolutely that was, work that was on
2: Minnesota him. Zach Levine, too.
0: Yeah, that was when you could just go into the lane, hit the square button, and it was a dunk or <laughs> X whatever we were playing. But yeah, well, that'll be interesting if that happens. Uh, that could if he's healthy and you know can fit in. In that rotation, fit in with those guys, and then yeah, that could be a helpful thing for the Lakers. Um, but yeah, I think, is that any more basketball news or is that going to make no. us move on?
2: All I right. Th- I think we're going to move over to some baseball discussions. Yeah, yeah just one one thing this week. Uh, so I thought there'd be more signings, uh, but really only one big move happened, and that is uh, the Dodgers again, another pitcher acquisition here uh not Yamamoto uh they did not sign anyone they traded for Tyler Glasnow with the Tampa Bay Rays um he was on the block He's just kind of a guy who can't stay healthy set to make some money so just Tampa doesn't want those kind of players the Dodgers have the financial flexibility to make a move like that and and you know take the risk um so they are bringing him on they're also giving him 112 million four year extension uh and they're also taking on Manuel Margot who uh according to most people is actually like a negative on this deal. So huh. uh they really did not like him there at the end in Tampa Bay, but um I don't know what his future there is for the Dodgers. There was there was a rumor that's like, well, maybe if they offer a little more, they can get a Rosarina and uh, didn't that didn't happen, but oh uh, yeah, the Dodgers are sending out Pepio Ryan Pepio who I like a young starting pitcher pitcher um and then yeah, now field prospect. So uh, they did did, did did give up some decent players here. Um but yeah, with now. If he's healthy, he's, you know, a top 10, top 20 pitcher, um, and they, you know, really got to hope for that. But I, I hate I hate having another injured pitcher on this roster because that's just, like, all they got right now. Yeah. Including Otani. Yeah. Um, yeah, even, like, Clayton Kershaw, not with the team, not signed, but even if he does come back to play for him this this year, it's not going to be till July because mm. um, he's injured as well, so – yeah, hopefully when we come back uh, in the new year, we'll have some more baseball news for you. But, yeah, yeah, it's been slow. Um. Okay, yeah. Well, should we move over to the NFL? Well, I was going to say, before
0: the NFL, I wanted to go to, do we have an update on our college bowls? Because it has been one week. Sure. I know it's been about 10 games. It's, it's not much. Andy and I did pick a lot different from each other, so I'm just curious. Ooh, it's only been
2: nine games.
0: and I'm seven and two. Very yeah. nice. So I'm not seven and two. You did take a lot more dogs than yeah. I did. Although I found out that I thought Howard was a big dog to AM, but I found out AM was like a plus one in that game. Yeah. Also, a lot of things have changed. I know when I said this, I took Boise. I didn't know Boise was going to be on their third string quarterback. I didn't realize their stud quarterback had transferred. Uh there was a lot of drama in this UTSA game last night. Sorry. Because uh I um Apparently the UTSA quarterback the day before was saying, yeah, I'm excited to play like one last game with my brothers and stuff like that. And uh, they were 13 point, went all the way up to 13 point favorites after opening up as nine point favorites. Turns out as the day of, all of a sudden the line starts to drop, goes all the way down to seven because it turns Mm. out that the quarterback wasn't going to play and basically lied to everybody (laughs) the day before saying he was going to, uh, but didn't end up mattering because UTSA's second or third string quarterback, whoever he was. They said he was like the son or nephew of McMahon or something like that or one of the quarterbacks from the past and uh ended up still winning the game by like seventeen or something. So it, it didn't end up mattering. They still ended up uh covering and uh yeah, they yeah. Uh, they got themselves a win there.
2: Another one I want to highlight. Um Heisman Trophy winner Jaden Daniels not going to play in the bowl game. Uh, so yeah, let's see what that what was the line movement on there. Um LSU's only favored by Morse. <laughs> <laughs> I did, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, Never know what to believe. Although I guess no, I put that. I must have put that line in after he'd already been announced. I think not to play. So yeah, uh, bowl games are weird, especially in this modern transfer portal era. Um, but yeah, a lot, lot more bowl games to come. They'll, they'll pick up again. I mean, it's slow at the beginning. They'll pick up again. Saturday we'll have a number of them, and then you know we'll get the the real ones that we care about. You know, at the end of the month here.
0: Well, that's that's exciting.
2: We'll see what happens. Now we want to do NFL Week yeah, fifteen. Yeah, now here. we can do NFL. Yeah, uh, important week. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we got to start. We got to start here with Thursday. And I, I don't know. I feel like I've had every thought possible on <laughs> these games. I don't know. It, it was it was the worst game ever. It wasn't my least favorite game I've ever watched. It was just a horrible game for anyone else. I was already done the season, so if you didn't know, uh, the Raiders beat the Chargers sixty-three to twenty-one, and that seems like better than it really was. It was, I think, forty-two nothing at halftime. The Raiders scored every time they touched the ball, yeah. uh, and this is a team that got shut out the previous week, um, and not just shut out—they they lost in overtime. They had so they were shut out through like four and a half was, quarters. Was this
0: game at one point sixty-three to seven, or was it fifty-six to seven?
2: I don't remember. I didn't watch the yeah. fourth. Um, so I didn't even see them score the the other two touchdowns, um, but yeah, the the result after the game, Brandon Staley was fired. Uh, also, their GM Tom Telesco was fired. He's been there for uh, over a decade, and I, I think if you fired th- those two positions at this point in the season, I think you'd already made that decision. You're not firing yeah. a GM in the season um, unless you already knew you were firing. And I, I think I it was always headed there. I've been saying that for weeks. Like, no, he's not going to get fired midseason because it will still get fired. Like, they're going to wait it out because that's what they do. Um, but when you go down, lose this bad to your rival. Especially the uh, Raiders, yeah. They need they needed to do it just to kind of, like, save a little face and try to get people excited to go to next week's game. Like, they still have two more home games. Um, and, and I'll actually be, be at this week's. I'll, we'll be at the game Saturday. Yeah, it'll be rough to, to run Staley out there in front of the home crowd um, this week if, you, if you're if still there. Um <clears throat> But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of In the Brandon Staley era, I think their record was 24 and 24. Like, I've seen way worse. Um, I think he was always overly criticized, but at the same point, he did not succeed. He did not turn the defense around. And where did he
0: come from again? He was a defensive coordinator from the Rams. Okay.
2: So, uh, had success in the one year with the Rams, and he was thought of as like this young. Is that the year they won the Super Bowl? It was the year before, but their Uh. defense was better that year. So, that was the year where where golf was just horrible Mm. and they still made the playoffs. And I was oh, like, well, the defense I is actually really good. I feel like here. I went to
0: that playoff game. Was that when they lost to the Falcons in the first round or something?
2: No, I think they played Seahawks. I think they beat the Seahawks in the first round. Because I was at a playoff game when they, you know what, I think it was the
0: year before that when I was at the playoff game against the Falcons. <clears> I think that was like 2018 or something, yeah. or 17.
2: So uh, I, I, I do want to follow his career. I want to see, does he get a, get another defensive coordinator position? Because he was definitely a hot coaching candidate. Like, like oh, this is a young guy to watch, but did the game pass him by that quickly? I don't know. Um, I think there's just greater problems with the, the Chargers organization. Um, and some of it just out of your control injuries, stuff like that. That where, um, you know, the offense has good personnel, just not on the field a lot of the times the last two seasons. Um, but the, the defense has been a mystery why they've been basically bottom five every year. Uh, you got to see better improvement from there, and they, they just didn't get it. So. Uh, they'll get a new coach next year. But Bill Belichick, Jim oh, Harbaugh, those maybe. those are the big names. Maybe could be nobody that you've ever heard of as well. So uh, because I think like at this point, four years ago, I probably didn't know Brandon Staley's name. Um, and then when he was like oh, he's McVay personally picked him because McVay thought he was a genius. Cool, this is going to work out. And it didn't. But yeah, you, you always got to remember if you're if you're a head coach who gets fired in their first job. Is you're like, well, Bill Belichick got fired, right? Yeah. You always just got to think of that.
0: Michael Jordan got cut from well, the basketball team. Yeah,
2: but that's like a fake story.
0: I don't think it is. I think it's
2: partially fake. Why do you but think that? Because this is a much more easy comparison to say an NFL head coach <laughs> who's the best of all time got fired in his first job.
0: <laughs> but I'm saying you can fail the first time oh, is what I'm course. getting at and then become great. Yeah. Moving on. Speaking of great. <laughs> sure two teams that aren't that great the Bengals and Vikings although the Bengals are playing great as of late and they continued it with a 27-24 victory on an exciting Saturday morning football game Saturday morning depending on where you're watching Saturday morning start in the west coast where we uh do our podcast from Uh fun game back and forth went into overtime Uh hell of a game uh, Jake Browning does it again Bengals have now eight and six and are currently sitting as the sixth seed in the AFC so uh they're looking uh, to, you know, jump into the playoffs. Uh, for the Minnesota Vikings, I'm not quite sure what this, where can we uh, take a look at the NFC standings? This puts the Vikings also at the sixth seed uh, with a 7-7 seven and seven record. So, uh, and they got a couple, three other teams that are also 7-7 seven and seven right behind them. The Rams, Seahawks, and Saints. And that's actually a big game because the Rams play the Saints this week. So, uh, that'll be a, a big game for both those teams. And by this week, I mean actually tomorrow, Thursday.
2: Yeah, the playoff picture isn't that clear yet. There's just a lot of teams tied there, and you know, still in the hunt. So, um, but yeah, this next next matchup we have also had big playoff imp- implications. Uh, Tony, want to take this one?
0: Yeah, I do. Uh, this is the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, playing the Indianapolis Colts, and looked good, looked fun early on. Steelers got out to a thirteen-zero lead, and they should have stopped the game there because then it just went all downhill as the Steelers lost thirty to thirteen just awful. They have now said that, uh, Mason Rudolph is going to be their guy for the rest of the way. And I don't know if that has anything to do with his last name. Tis the season Rudolph, you know, I don't know. Uh, but the Steelers have completely fallen apart. They were seven and four with a fairly easy schedule home against the Cardinals home against the Patriots on the road against the Colts, uh, lost all three. They had a very good opportunity there to go at least nine and, uh, to at least have their record nine and five, maybe even 10 and four. If everything went well, uh, and you would think worst, worst case, eight and six. But no, it was worst, worst case, uh, seven and seven. And uh, their season, in my opinion, especially as a fan, is is done. I mean, they uh, they host the Bengals uh, this week. And then they're at Seattle, who will be fighting for a spot. And it's always tough to play in Seattle. Mixed with the fact Seattle is probably just an all-around better team than them. And then they finish at the Ravens, who will definitely still be fighting for that number one spot. So uh, I think they'd be lucky to win one more. Um, I see like probably an eight and nine season from them and they are going to fall uh, just short. I think the people out there that maybe had the over under of eight and a half wins for the Steelers are sitting here like, what the fuck? Because they were seven and four with a fairly easy schedule coming up and to not win two more games this season would be a, a catastrophe. And I also had a, the Steelers as one of my picks this week, plus catching one and a half on the road. And uh, like I said, looked good early, finished not so good. But, uh, yeah, you want this, uh, the nightcap yeah, of that I'm one?
2: Next up, another uh, game with AFC playoff implications. Uh, Denver finally loses after a nice hot streak. They get uh, kind of blown out by Detroit, who who had been struggling as of late. So uh, Detroit gets their 10th win, uh, and Denver falls to 7-7. Seven and seven. But uh, it's just a mystery. Jared Goff had looked pretty bad the last few weeks uh, and was awesome this week. So um, I think maybe Denver's defense did not make a full turnaround. They still have some flaws, and – uh, Detroit just had a little rough patch and they're still very good. I think that's what you can draw from that game. Um, but yeah, we had another AFC NFC matchup here. Uh, Cleveland and Chicago and Cleveland, who's, you know, trying to make the playoffs and is in position to make the playoffs and has their new quarterback of the future, Joe Flacco. Uh, they struggled. They were down 17-7, but were able to pull off a comeback win and, uh, beat the Bears, which, uh, basically eliminated the Bears from, from playoff contention because the Bears have, have been better as of late as well. Um, the Bears dropped to 5-9, and nine, the Browns 9-5 and five, really safely in that number uh, five spot um, and even potentially could still, I think, win the division. Um, let's see. Do they, I assume they still have a game against Baltimore. Let's see. Uh, no, they already played Baltimore twice and they are one and one. So, yeah, they need some help to win that division. But it
0: seems like how it goes a lot in the NF- AFC North is yeah. everybody goes like one and one against each other. Like a lot of those teams beat win at home and then lose on the road, but uh
2: but, yeah, I'd expect the Browns to, uh, you know, get one of those wild card spots. They got yeah. the Texans with maybe Stroud, maybe not. Uh, so you, they also got the Jets.
0: So. Do you already see that within, like, the three games he's played, Joe Flacco is already, like, the second or third favorite at 14-1 for comeback player of the year. <laughs> yeah. They automatically, the award automatically had to go to Hamlin because, you know, he died and then came back, whatever you want to call it. But, but he hasn't even been playing, but it's like, yeah, it is what it is. But uh this next game, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Green Bay Packers. The Packers have call, kind of fallen apart lately as they lose at home to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 34 to 20 Baker Mayfield with a, one of the best games I think he's maybe ever played. 381 yards in the NFL, 381 I think yards, I four that's touchdowns. The best
2: quarterback game against the Packers of all time or something like that.
0: Yeah, I will. Yeah, that's kind of crazy considering yeah. how long they've been around. He uh maybe it's cuz he realized that he still has Chris Godwin who had 10 catches, 155 yards. That was your typical Chris Godwin game, I feel like a few years ago. Getting the receptions and getting the yards. And uh Tampa Bay's gelling seven and seven, a lot at first place in the uh NFC South. And um it's um it's kind of crazy. Like a lot of people did not expect this from them this year. So uh good for them.
2: And then uh, this next game here, Texans Titans. Uh yeah, another uh, blast from the past to go at Joe Flacco here. Uh Texans without CJ Stroud, who's had a concussion in the game before. Case Keenum came back to uh, lead the Texans to an overtime victory, which was huge because it looked like they were in jeopardy of falling out of the whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah. They were Stroud out. They were down uh-huh. early.
0: So they made a good comeback. They were definitely down. I think they were down 13 0 early in this game as well. Uh, that seemed to be the unlucky number for this weekend is if you were up 13 0, it was very unlucky 13. So, yeah, Texans, huge overtime win to go to 8 and 6, uh, dropping the Titans to 5 and 9. Their season is all but done. Um, but then this next one, too, we had the. Miami Dolphins against the New York Jets and I saw some of this game on like you know the NFL you know red zone whatever you want to call it whatever it's called and the Jets are just awful like it, just to watch them on offense
2: was an absolute like it's a disgrace yeah and they also did announce that um, Aaron Rodgers will not come back because yeah he flirted no, with that yeah. idea which is it, smart because someone it, had to have sat him down and been like dude why yeah there's <laughs> no there's no reason now um, at five and nine uh, the other thing this is a big game for any Jalen Waddle fantasy owners because uh, oh, yeah. he's been one of the more disappointing players I think uh, they take Tyreek Hill out for the, or he's not. He wasn't taken out. He's not playing, uh, and he has a great game. And I think it's kind of like, oh man, it what could have been? What could have been? Just goes <laughs> to the next guy. Yeah, because it's like, you know, Tyreek has been the f- best fantasy player, um, and kind of at the expense of Jalen Waddle, I think. But yeah, big game for him this week. Uh, Chiefs Patriots. I don't know. Taylor Swift is a story again. That's all people care about. Not super impressive. I don't know how the Chiefs gave up 17 points to this. Bailey Zappi offense. Uh, Chiefs but, you don't know, look like they're playing just that well. Yeah, it's it's still a ten point win on the road. It's it's fine, but it's yeah, it's not impressive. You're not you're not like oh they're back. Um, yeah, not much else to say about that game. I don't know. I don't have anything.
0: Yeah, no. I move don't, on yeah. to the next one. Yeah, and then this next one's just the next couple are pretty bad. Uh, Giant Saints Saints get a a much a much needed win. Or a game they should have won at home. You got to take advantage of these games. You're at home against the Giants. Uh, you're still fighting for the the division in the NFC South. Uh, they get an easy 24-6 win. So We do have some Tommy Vito news, though. Yeah, I heard about uh, some of the pizzeria.
2: Yeah, so that's a crazy story. After his agent became the most famous guy in the world for a day, uh, he ended up making a, a a bad deal for his client. Mm-hmm. Um, so first off, he agreed to a $10,000 appearance fee at this pizzeria, and he'd signed some balls and This everything.
0: was the po- uh, pre-Monday night game against the Packers, I yeah. believe.
2: So... Uh, you know he becomes even more famous, becomes a star, and the agent says basically calls the pizzeria and says it's twenty grand now, and the pizzeria's like, well, can't do that, we're just a small business, uh, and then they they come out and and the agent kind of lies and says like I never agreed to anything, and then they the pizzeria people are <laughs> like, yeah, you definitely agreed uh, over the phone to this this price, and then you're backing it out, um, so it's a bad look for for Tommy DeVito, and he did the right thing and uh, decided I'm going to the pizzeria anyways. And he <clears> he didn't <throat> fire the agent, but he did hire a second uh, agent to manage him, his uh, marketing events. So uh, yeah, big uh, you know, big failure on that guy's part. Like you think like his life was going to change? He's now this kind of mini celebrity. He was he was on like McAfee and stuff? And then you just kind of kind of blow it here. You make yourself look like uh, an asshole. And so uh, maybe his his two minutes of fame are up. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a. Like- Smart call by by uh, Devito. You know,
0: B, you're a man of New York. People were starting to like you. They were doing the whole like Italian thing. Like shirts were being sold, yada yada. So it's good to like say, hey, you know what? What's an extra couple thousand dollars? Like yeah. I'm a man of the people. Uh, but this next game was so bad, not one team could score ten points.
2: Did you hear about the ticket prices? For this yeah, game? fifty
0: cents. I heard. <laughs> yes, fifty cents to attend this game in the rain between the Falcons and Panthers, and the Panthers. Uh, beat the Falcons, and I saw now that 9-7, uh, to seven, I should know it was the score, and uh, the Falcons have announced they are benching Desmond Ritter. And uh, remind me again who they said they are coming up. Taylor it. Heineke. Taylor Heineke. And uh, so we'll see if they can maybe win some clutch games here because eight wins might be enough to win this uh, division. And they're sitting at 6-8, and eight, a game behind the Saints and the Buccaneers. Can you actually click their schedule really quick? I'm just curious to see if they... So they uh they actually have a okay so they play the Colts at Bears at Saints so I think they're uh they're in trouble I think
2: but um you get some Heineken magic you don't know yeah you
0: don't know uh this next game here Commanders Rams uh Rams keeping their miracle kind of surprise season alive uh seven and seven now sitting at the seven seed so lucky sevens there uh they get a nice victory twenty eight twenty and then they host they actually have a very winnable schedule here they home against the Saints at the Giants then the tough one will be at the Niners but. If they go 9 and 8 with how this this uh, uh, a- NFC is that might be enough to uh to do it. So that's a uh, interesting there for them.
2: Yeah, in the next game not much to say other than you know Niners are still the best team. I mean, they gave up 29 points to the Cardinals, but I think it was you know a little a little bit of garbage time there or something, but yeah. Uh, they're just yeah, just dominant 11 uh, 3. I don't know if they'll lose again. Uh, they'll probably get that number 1 seed especially uh, after what happened elsewhere in the NFC which we'll, we'll get to uh, we'll start off right here game of the week I think Cowboys Bills uh, the Cowboys going to Buffalo Buffalo kind of needs to win they don't need to win out but uh, they needed to win some of these games that have a tough schedule at the end and they looks like they're getting it done uh, this time 31-10 to 10, dominant performance from James Cook uh, Josh Allen didn't have to do much to, to win this game so uh, that's good good for him that he's had to do a lot to, to go 500 this year and now you know, let someone else take over and win some nice games here. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, bad, bad luck for the Cowboys after kind of having a really nice run here to uh, get blown out again by by a good team. But I still think the Cowboys are are good. It's just going on the road to Buffalo is probably difficult. Uh, but, yeah, the uh, the Bills, they're not in the playoffs if the season ends today. But I think they're in good position. And I did see that if they if they win these next two games, they actually will be playing for the division against the Dolphins. Uh Ooh. if the dolphins lose one other game. And the dolphins do have I the know the dolphins play the Cowboys, I believe. They play the Cowboys this week. Yeah. So it the Bills are a lot they play the Cowboys and then they play the Ravens. Oh yeah, they have a very tough schedule. <laughs> so uh, the Bills, the Bills might up still end up winning this division. And they if, they're going to be a dangerous team if they uh if they can get in. Yeah. And then yeah, the next one Ravens win a boring game. Uh, they moved to 11-3. Jaguars fall to 8-6 and, and are, you know, they could, they could lose this division right now. I think it, I think it's tied three ways, 8-6 right now. Uh, I think they still have the division if it ended today, but, uh, they're, they're in danger. Uh, but maybe they'll get Lawrence right in the next few weeks, but, uh, yeah, what's, do they play the Colts one more time? They don't. So, uh, we won't get one of those, like, classic end-of-the-season matchups, uh, to win the division, but you know, we will just have to, Find out. Might be some tiebreakers involved. Yeah. Um, we'll take the last game here.
0: Yeah, Seattle and the Eagles. We actually watched, Andy and I actually watched this game together. It was an entertaining game on Monday night, and uh, the Seahawks got a late touchdown, which uh, ended up sealing the game. And then they had a nice interception as the Eagles were driving late uh, to win the game 20 to 17. The Eagles have now dropped three in a row, and. Um, Jalen Hurts, you know, he was sick, and then, like, he had some comments after the game, you know, that were a little, kind of rubbed people a little bit the wrong way, he kind of talked about, like, commitment and stuff like that, so, uh, you know, it's, and then I think the, um, whoever was asking the questions asked him to, you know, what do you mean by commitment, like, what? Like and he, and he honestly almost couldn't answer it. he's like, well, I don't have a dictionary in front of me, you know what I mean, like, it was like he just didn't really know what to say, it was almost like he put himself in a corner and then they got called out for it and didn't know what to say, so, Things just uh, seem like they're just not um, not doing well over there. Like, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how uh, things progress the rest of the way here and, uh, you know, what could happen if they end up or end up taking that division or if the Cowboys will and then how the Eagles will fare in the playoffs, especially if they have to play a first-round matchup on the road. So uh, definitely going to be having to keep our eye on the Eagles. And then the Seattle is still fighting for a playoff spot. They're sitting at like the – also at 7-7, seven seven, which I think currently has them at like the 9 spot, 8 or 9. So, um, yeah, they got some big games they'll need to win coming up here. But yeah, what does, um, uh, did you want to give another three picks? Talk about our picks. I think I, yeah,
2: uh, yeah, we didn't go over them as they yeah, came. Yeah, but, but it's fine.
0: We can tell them here. I ended up going one, one and one as I had Seattle Pittsburgh plus two and a half, which lost. I had Kansas City minus 10 that pushed and I had Buffalo minus two and a half that one, which puts me to 12, 16 and two since we've been doing this. And, uh, Andy had the Eagles minus three and a half, which was a heartbreak late. Atlanta minus three, which lost, and then Dallas Buffalo under forty nine and a half, which puts Andy at ten and twenty. But uh, you know what? We're having fun with this. It's improvement for me. Yeah, no, we started off. If you actually look at our last three weeks, we've definitely come back. We we both started off really poorly the first uh, first few weeks, but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's give them three more. Do you want to? You have one you like first, or you want me to lead off? Because I don't really know much. Okay, Andy's going with. Tell your pick. Here. Yeah, Jacksonville
2: uh, is actually underdogs on the road against Tampa Bay. I know they're only a game apart. I think Jacksonville is just way better um, than Tampa, even though Jacksonville's not playing that well right now. Uh, Tampa is in a bad division. That's kind of why they're, they're winning these games. I don't think they're that good. So, um, yeah, well, I like Jacksonville.
0: I'm gonna go with one that I think uh, they they need to win. Uh, last I saw, it was uh, Atlanta versus uh, Indianapolis. Um, give me uh, Atlanta minus one. It says here because now that they've benched Ritter, I think that'll kind of wake things up. And they've even talked about that. Uh, now we're at the point where the coach is playing for uh, coaching for his job, also. So I think uh, Atlanta knows that hey, we can still do this. Uh, they're at home. They just got embarrassed losing nine to seven to the Panthers. I think uh, they come out Sunday on Christmas Eve morning. And um, give themselves get themselves a nice victory.
2: All right. Next, I have uh, picking against my team. And is it can I even call them my team right now? No. Uh, the Chargers without Justin Herbert and have nothing to play for. Uh, the Bills are twelve point favorites on the road, which seems like mm-hmm. wow, that's that's a lot. But uh, I think the Chargers are the worst team in the NFL without Justin Herbert and without Keenan Allen, who uh, is still questionable to play. He might play. I wouldn't think he's going to play if he's still a little hurt. Like why? Why play him? Yeah. Um, but, like, the defense will be a little better, I think. Like, oh, okay, new coach. Maybe they'll play a little harder. It's still not going to be good. So, yeah, Buffalo minus 12.
0: All right, the next one I wanted to go is can we go down to Monday so we can get to, um yeah, give me the Eagles minus 12 against the Giants. They just got embarrassed. I still don't. I mean, I think the Giants, it was a fun little couple-week stretch there with DeVito, but Eagles now have lost three in a row. They have to play, like, they mean it. And I think they're going to, they need to beat the shit out of a team. And I think the Giants are the perfect team for the Eagles to beat up with at home. I think they win by 17 plus. So I, I give me the minus 12 on the Eagles for this one. We'll each give uh, one more here. Andy's studying the board.
2: Mm-hmm. What do I like? What do I like here?
0: At least we're, you know, we're picking a little later in the week than normal. You know, we're picking on a yeah. Wednesday as opposed to, you know, sometimes more news comes out.
2: You know, we got the big game at the end of the, the end of the holiday here. Um, I feel bad for the whatever Monday or whatever um basketball game it is. I think it was the Sixers at five o'clock. Uh, we got Ravens 49ers to close out the night on Christmas night. Uh both eleven and three. Niners are at home. Uh Niners are five and a half point favorites, which is like I I think that's fair. I'm not gonna question it. Um, but it is a team with the best record getting five and a half points, and it's just like yeah, I could. I think Baltimore still has a chance to win this game, and even if they don't, if they keep it close, that's a victory there. So uh, that is that's is my last pick there.
0: I'm. This is gonna be the first time this year, Andy, that we're gonna have ourselves a crossfire because I, I already had it written down. I like the Niners minus five and a half because. I just feel like, you know, like it was a big blow, I think, with the uh, Ravens losing Mitchell. Kind of like, you know, hurts their run game a little bit. Yeah, but they've signed Melvin Gordon. Okay. To, to and, a permanent contracts. So. But I just like, the Niners, they they beat up on like sometimes the good teams. When I mean, we saw them do it to Dallas this year, we saw them do it to Philly. I think the Niners, I just think this Christmas night, and I think they're going to want to make a statement and show, because a lot of people keep saying, this is the Super Bowl preview, Super Bowl preview. I think the Niners at home are going to want to show like, hey... We are the dominant team because if they beat the other team that like the team that people think is going to play them in the Super Bowl, may beat them good. But I just I they're so well rounded, and also I'm in the semifinals in a couple fantasy leagues. Two of those leagues I have McCaffrey, and the other two leagues I have Debo Samuel. So maybe this is also me just hoping the Niners have a huge game with McCaffrey and Samuel leading the way. But uh, yeah. Regardless, though, thank God we have such a brilliant game on Christmas night Uh to wrap up the christmas weekend nfl slate couldn't ask for a better matchup to be honest but i think uh i
1: think that'll probably wrap us up here all right well you've been listening to episode 355 of the tony steak podcast i'm sean and joined with me we had off-road andy thank you and tony Katz. yes thank you very much happy holidays